You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. So we are on episode 20... Five. <laughs> that sounds right. Something we'll say like that. that somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. I can't believe like just how many episodes there That's are now. A it's, lot. Yeah. Especially because we started like I feel like we started late, but a lot of the podcasts I know like listen to aren't as active as we are. Yeah. We have more episodes. Well, now. that was a big thing for us. I remember in the beginning, we're like, once we start, we're going to be doing it every single week, every and we're week. not going to skip. And we've really done that. No matter what, like we've had to sometimes record on off days or whatever, but. Stay pretty good with our yeah. That's kind of I'm worried going into summer. I'm like, man, we're gonna have to be flexible with our schedule in summer right. or filming not together sometimes just because filming recording right. not together sometimes because it looks like the storm season is gonna be like yeah, it started out lit yeah <laughs> like there's like yeah like, they're coming through taking names like no D. Like, yeah started, and so. none of them have been like nice so far like no. they're like each one it's like this is going to oh mess things it's, up like a tiny flood down yeah from you. like i had to drive in the other lane to avoid like that's like i was dry i was picking <laughs> i went to go pick up john yesterday and i left and i was like oh like you know the weather doesn't look too bad so i text him like hey i'm on my way i get like in you know he's not far obviously right. from here so i get like three and a half minutes you know on my way and it's like drizzling all of a sudden i cannot see that it was like <laughs> instantaneous i'm like i cannot see the car in front of me right now it oh was and i'm not looking forward to that because as a lot of people know, I hate driving on toll roads. I hate driving in rainstorms. Like, I hate so much about Florida driving. It's, like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, I've been on I-4 probably twice in my entire life as, as like, the driver because I just refuse to get on it. And both times I got on it, it was a mistake. Like, I didn't mean to. Like, it was basically, like, I was in the wrong lane. It was, like, oh, crap. I have to get on I-4. And both times I was by myself, so there was, like, no one to be, like, you're in the wrong lane. You're ha- you have to go on this. And I called John. And I'm like, I'm on I-4 and I don't oh know what goodness. to do. And he's like, oh, my God, I cannot she right now. legitimately, yeah. like, uh, clueless. Like, I think about what Yes, like, I'm like, Dion, I'm like, oh, and, my like, God. In the back, yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I'm like, I normally am comfortable driving and I love driving, but that's only because I don't drive in a lot of situations. I'm like, <laughs> if it's, like, a toll road, I will not drive on it. If it's, like, a major, major highway, like, I will not drive on it. So because of that... I love driving because I'm like, I'm, I will only drive in these areas. Like, and when I go to places, like if I were to drive to Winter Park by myself, like I would take like the long way there. I know. And that's why I always go to other people and everyone else drives me. It works. That's, that's real. (laughs) driving. So hopefully the summer won't be too crazy as far as storms go. And I mean, I'll take, I'll take the, I'll take the heat over storms, I guess. I, no, I don't know. I'm the opposite. I'm yeah, like, maybe I'm like maybe maybe I'll just stay home actually and have yeah. rain because the I'd heat was bad. Cool. I will so say bad. like and normally of course rain makes us like sleepy and that sort of thing. But the last few days like I felt more productive as it was Seriously, raining. So, it's so maybe good. it's like light rain makes us sleepy and like storms make us productive. So today we're going to be talking about creating passive income. I'm really excited about this topic because. Some of the things I've done, some I haven't, some I'm going to be doing soon. And I think that it's kind of something that 
at least most bloggers think about, uh, but I think a lot of small business owners as well, and just people in general. So um, basically, you know, passive income is income that you're getting on a regular basis, and you're just you don't really have to do. Yeah, you're not for. doing <laughs> as much for it. There's like yeah. some effort, but it's just a lot less it's effort. It's not effort. your main job, sort of thing. And of course, like you can get passive income with like stocks or like a rental property, things yeah. like that, but. We're not going to talk about those today. <laughs> I was like, you heard us yesterday, like last week. We yeah. Don't have stocks and we don't have rental properties. Yeah. So. so like that, that's definitely something on my list is having a rental property one day. I really want one. Um, but we're going to talk, talk about it from more of a business sense right. today. So kind of getting started, I think we'll just go straight into the one that everyone knows about. A lot of people don't know what it is. Yeah. And that is Google AdSense. AdSense is a beautiful butterfly that was born like a couple, like a decade, over a decade ago. Yeah, it's been a while now. It's been around for a while. Um, And basically you sign up and you get a little cute code and you put it in your website and it puts ads there. It took me a very long time to do it. And people click them and you get cents (laughs) every time people click them based on how much your traffic is. They um, have an algorithm that they figure it out and it's basically the easiest way to make money if you have a large audience it's um now a lot of people and i use ad block like that's my thing i didn't even know that melissa had ads into her site until i used like i think either your computer or somebody else's computer that didn't have ad block i was like she had ads on him yeah you're time. like what i was serious i had never known that i've known this girl for like almost three years <laughs> so that's hilarious but yeah most of it a lot of ad, um browsers a lot of people use ad block so you don't really see a lot of google adsense ads unfortunately but there are still a lot of people who don't yeah say ad-block. i don't use ad block i'm um, just like whatever show me the ad i'll, I'll see if i like it i will say that i don't think i click through a ton on ads um and that's like i think that if you go back to like 2007 8 9 i think that google adsense was doing a lot better back then and i also think that like you know sidebar ads and stuff all that was just like a bigger thing back then but um now i think a lot of people i think it's just because we're getting it from everywhere so back then facebook's algorithm was just regular and instagram was like just coming up so it was really just like creatives and photographers and that sort of thing social media was different it wasn't I mean, there was, of course, the selling, but it was not on the level that it is now. Now it's like, I'm pretty sure that my phone is listening to everything we're saying right now, and it's probably (laughs) going to try to sell me whatever we talk about in this conversation. They um, have different algorithms. And I remember um, in Gmail, there used to be the AdSense bar as well. So there was a lot of places that had AdSense, I'm sure. I think that it's like, you know, because we're getting advertised to constantly people are less likely to click through because they're just like oh i'm just like how you're using you know ad block because you're just like i'm over it like i'm seeing ads literally everywhere i go no matter what platform i'm on and i'm just tired of having to see it constantly so that's where i kind of feel like the downfall is is that people are just it's oversaturated there's way too many ads out there studies um about how much um, advertisement that Americans are subjected to, and it's completely different than any other country. In yeah, because like, we're we such consumerists, it's crazy. So many ads. Now, for AdBlock, does it work for like Facebook and Instagram? And... Um, and no, no, 
yeah. I get really, <laughs> this, this is so funny, but like, I get really mad when I'm going through Instagram and like, I'm, like I'm something in yeah, and it's an ad. Like, cause I like, I like to go through and like, like if I, I don't follow a ton of people. Right. So if I follow someone, like I follow them to be engaging with their stuff and to like their stuff. So I go through and I try to keep up and like everyone's stuff and comment on like the ones that, you know, really resonate with me. And so if I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, that looks good. That looks good. And then like. Cause like I tend to like it and then look who it is. I don't know yeah. why. Because yeah, because my like my eye pulls through right, to the picture the first, and then I'm like, oh, that's cool, and, and then it egg. goes back up. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, I get so angry. I'm like, ah, oh, oh how could this happen? Tumblr's like that. Tumblr's ads are very similar to Instagram as well. Like it looks like a really cool post, and then you realize like it's Skechers or something. Man, like, it's completely yeah. Ridiculous. It's just it is, and um, and I definitely go back and I'm like, I'm gonna unlike it now. <laughs> I'm like I taught exactly. them, um, but yeah, it's like it's still weird to me to see ads in my stream for that that's just yeah. really weird twitter ads are like super random for me like i don't get oh, ones yeah, that are yeah. targeted correctly like oh you don't <laughs> no i feel like my instagram ones aren't either like i'm just like the instagram was definitely not i feel like yeah really spot on because i get like entrepreneur and ink a lot and i just get random like i get cars a lot and things like that and i'm just i feel like they don't know what to do with me so they're just like we're gonna show her a car yeah and but the thing is is i will say that if i'm on someone's site or website and they have google adsense and let's say that i was already planning on checking out a b or c right and it's that person has the you know adsense on there then i'll click from their site specifically because i like that blogger so i think like Again, having a big audience and then having people that are really loyal to your particular exactly. brand, right. that's going to make a difference. Because at the end of the day, whatever's on your AdSense, they can obviously get to from the yeah. internet without you. Exactly. But if they're loyal to your brand, they're going to go to you for it. Or if you just have really high numbers, basically, you know, having, if you have 10,000 people looking at your blog every day, you just yeah. have a higher percentage of people there. Exactly. And that percentage is working in your favor, basically. Well, one thing that, ad block doesn't block is Amazon affiliate link. And Amazon's not the only person that does affiliate links. I think our style is that what it's called. Yeah. I see those a lot. So yeah, affiliate links are another way to easily make money. Like, and I was going to say, so I quick. feel like, again, going back to like someone being loyal to your brand, I click on it. I that click on is going to be, those, yeah, gonna that's going to be something that, you know, especially if you're like, if a blogger is showing you something new or a business is showing you something new or they're kind of known for a particular sort of thing, I feel like I would check with them and be like, oh, let me see if they have yeah. an affiliate link. And that's the thing that I really like about affiliate links is they tend to be more in brand with what the person is offering. Yeah, I think that, you know, when you're looking at Google AdSense, it's like that's kind of what you like they're targeting you as right. a person as the reader and i mean sure they're targeting me but if i'm coming to a blog to like a design stuff and they're telling me like go to disney it's like okay but that's not what i'm trying to do right now like i like you disney world and i do have passes to you but right now i'm trying to learn about design sponge okay like that's what i'm here for yeah, um whereas like with affiliate links it's like if i go on and someone has use a product or whatever, read a book, and then they have that link right. there and they're telling me about it, kind of like selling me on the product anyways, and they're like, hey, by the way, here's an affiliate link if you decide to use it. Like, to me, that's just a much more organic way to yeah. go about it. I feel like one person who's really... Because I don't, I don't follow a lot of fashion bloggers like I used to. Like, I used to be obsessed with all the big ones and then they got weird. And, like, the internet, like, they shamed themselves or said inappropriate things, so I kind of stopped. But um, Chelsea from Writes Like a Girl, she's, like, a feminist blogger. She has a podcast with her boyfriend Dago and she's really good about her like affiliate links and so I always try to click because she always wears the cutest things like we have kind of a I'm a little taller than her we have a similar body type so I always okay. get like super excited about she goes to Old Navy and Gap a lot I'm like 
you know me so much. So I always like to click her things and see what she buys and see if I can find it. So I feel like bloggers who are really good at doing that, I'm more engaged and more likely to click and kind of support them. Like, here's some extra dollar dollar because it's not a ton of money. Yeah. That adds up, you know. It's yeah, absolutely. Good. I'd rather have a hundred extra dollars at the end of the month than like than not. Money. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that also like with working with, um, you know, not even just Amazon, but, like, other, like, small businesses yeah. and stuff like that. Like, a lot of times they'll be like, hey, we have, like, an ambassador program right. and we have this infi- affiliate link or whatever. And sometimes, especially if it's a brand that's not as well known right. and you, especially, like, clothing companies and stuff like that, you can kind of be one of the first people to, like, speak out on them. And who knows, you might be selling a ton of stuff through that exactly. link. So it definitely happens. I think that, again... With Google AdSense, you're more looking at, hey, I want to have a ton of followers. And then with affiliate links, you're kind of looking at, I need to have a brand that people are going to say, I want to specifically click on this link because this brand is awesome and what they're offering makes sense with exactly. it. That's that's the worst if you kind of see someone who has a link that is just like, that doesn't have anything to do with what you exactly. offer or what you're talking about. And clearly you're just doing this because you're trying to get money. Like yeah. if something's just popular and you're like, oh, I'm going to talk about this and do a rant, super random post, it almost will feel like a sponsored post, but not a well-placed sponsored yeah. post. You know what I mean? Definitely. You have to, to feel it out and talk about, like sometimes I get, I'm weird about sponsored posts because most of the times I'm fine with them, but it, I hate when it's like something that like I'm passionate about or somebody has, a, or they not that they play up their major issues for money, because, I mean, at the end of the day, we all kind of make money. That's fine. But when it's something very sensitive or a sensitive topic and somebody's like, you know, they're telling you, like, a story, and you're like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for them. And you're like, and then I took this. <laughs> and that's how it went. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I fell for that. Yep. I got suckered fell into that trap. it. I fell into it. I'm not buying that. I don't even need it. But um, I think a lot of time, most of the time, people are, especially, like, food bloggers, are some of the yes, best people yes. when it comes to sponsored posts. And I love, like, buying different products that they tell me about because I feel like I'm a better fit. They always, like, and I feel like they have such, they have things I wouldn't hear about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because I just, I just wouldn't. Like, there's yeah. nowhere else that so I would, would find her, certain things like, besides on a food blog. like, an ambassador or she makes money basically from King Arthur's flower. I had never heard of, like, I don't know anything. I'm just buying yeah, flowers. Yeah, right? It's, it's like, I see what's in the grocery store and I'm like, cool. Hopefully like, Trader Joe's, whatever. good post for them. And I'm like, they should be paying you so much money. I hope they right. are because you do such a good job. It makes me like want to go buy King King Arthur's flower. Like I never knew that was well. Great, and that's so. the thing is like for sponsored posts, like and especially when you're first starting out, I think it can be like one of those situations where you're just like, oh my god, I want money. And if somebody offers you like 150 bucks for a sponsored post, like you might just want to jump on it. Right. But sometimes it's not the right fit. Yeah. Like I worked before I started Equal and Forever. I worked for another wedding blog, and um. I handled like a lot of that. That was like most of my job is handling all that. So I would get emails every day and we'd get a lot of them and I would just kind of go through and see like, okay, these are who we're going to work with. Here's who we're not. And we would get the weirdest people asking us to do like sponsored posts for things that just didn't have anything to do with weddings. I'm like, this has nothing to do with weddings. Like, why would we review this? Like, like, I want to know that because we are like cleaning products and just like, I'm like, like there's literally nothing on this blog for you to think that we would want to review this. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I've gotten a few weird ones. Um, I get them like every day, like every day I get something (laughs) strange and I'm like, who told you about yeah like why especially because i don't blog often enough 
So I don't feel like I'm popular. I don't feel like I'm popular enough for people to want me to go desperately write about their random thing. Like you're not even. But people are just, and that's the thing is, like I think that people are just so like random about it. I'm like the one, like some of the ones I've gotten have just been like, what on my blog made you think? What about my business made you think that this is a good fit that that is even going to help you because. Honestly, like, if you're on the flip side of that and you're looking for people to, you know, join your affiliate program, it's like you want people who are going to be good ambassadors for your brand. You don't just want random people because it's going to be that situation where someone's going to see on their site and be like, this does not resonate with me. This is not a part of their brand. I just feel like I'm being sold. And I feel like at this point, people are over just being sold. (laughs) I'm over it. And and creating um, sponsored content is not always passive. I think especially when you're an ambassador. Absolutely, um, yeah. It takes a lot of work to put that together. So you really kind of want to, if you're trying to take on um, ambassadorships, I guess that's how you say it, um, just know that you might put in a yeah, little bit more Yeah, some of them are definitely going to be more work than others. Yeah. Certain things. So just be sure that you are able to handle what they're asking for before you sign up. So kind of like in the same token is hosting. And you're like the yes. expert in this because oh, of what like you do. No, I just, when you, especially when you build websites, Nine times out of ten, somebody doesn't have a website, or they yeah. have a website on a host that's terrible. Or they're, they'll say they're dissatisfied with like yeah, what they have right now. A lot of money for a host that they don't need, and so a lot of times, I and mean, we're signed up for I think um, three or four different hosts for their affiliate program, and we'll say, hey, here are some options. Sign up, and you sign up, and you get money. Like that's really. And Bluehost yeah. has, I feel like, the, one of the most popular ones. I never recommend anyone to Bluehost. We don't use Bluehost. I don't like Bluehost. Well, I was going to say, we're, we're going to put like the links <laughs> yeah, for you guys use, to use, yeah, I but I do want to ask, what would you say your top three are in order? Top three would be Flywheel. Um, I, I mean, I think we still do have Blue. I don't like to do it though, but I mean, Bluehost is really good. If you just want extra money and people to sign up and then complain about their hosting, it's just not not for me. Um, Flywheel, um, I think WP Engine is a really good one. And then SiteGround, um, those are all mostly WordPress-related um, hosts, but they do hosting in general, and they have dedicated servers, and they have really good customer service. And I, I can't recommend Flywheel enough. Like they are their customer bomb. service is awesome because that's the thing is with a lot of hosting places, I've heard of, I've heard yeah, stories, and exactly. I've experienced really bad customer yeah, service Flywheel, with a lot of hosting places. So that's like, huge that they have good customer service. and they, they just like monitor everything. They send you report every day. Like they're they're my favorite. I adore them. So I will be putting a link to them so you can sign up. You can just, like, talk to them. They just like to talk. They show up at conferences. I kind of feel like I need to, like, move my hosting as well. (laughs) So maybe I'll have to get with you. I'm like, I have to do a lot of those behind-the-scenes things that I've just been, like, putting off. Like, I will look at that later. But I'm, I'm not thrilled with my host, so... It's just been something that's been on my mind, but I just haven't gotten around to it. It's kind of like things like that. I just, I'm like, we'll do that yeah. at some point. Yeah, no, and it won't. It's just like dissatisfied. Just, just all the time. And that like, would be. Happening? It would honestly. I and it, I think it was probably probably 08 or 09. It was like no 09 2010 around that time. My site went down one time with um. I, I don't even think that they like exist anymore. So, but basically, <laughs> yeah, basically like it went down one time and it was like a 24 hour period. And of course the day that your site goes down is the day that everyone texts you and says, Hey, I was just trying to look for your, at your site. Like it's down or you get emails that are like, Hey, I had been thinking about hiring you and I went to go check out your prices and now your site is down. <laughs> and I'm like, 
oh my god like no. i'm Only like no one contacts me and in nope. this 24 hour period like it was so crazy it was like so many people were writing to me and being like your site is down your site is down i'm like oh my god Stress. so i you know i'm calling them i'm freaking out i'm like calling my brother trying to have him help and you know it was just not good and so <laughs> i literally like after, like once the site was back up i was like okay we're moving it's like yeah it, it don't for me it only takes one time to me like at the end of the day that's that's what their job is yeah. like they're like you had one job <laughs> like if they up. can't keep your site up and that is like literally yeah. the point of them then you and need I totally to move on that things happen i think when we were on bluehost like a couple of years ago they had like a major outage and what people don't understand is that bluehost is owned by the same people who own hostgator like they all are owned by the same conglomerate yeah so people think that one is better than the other but they're all sitting in the same farms so no <laughs> yeah say, so when all of them like all these sites were down like so many blogs were down and everybody and we were just like okay we're out like that was yeah it's like that's understandable yeah, yeah but, absolutely but we still were like yeah but i'm like when my site was down and no one else in the world yeah, was it's just yours that's, yeah that's and i was cool. using it's funny i can't even think of the name of them right now but they were one of those places that like they just deal with photographers oh, okay. it's like everything oh, yeah, in house totally and i'm sure if i i'll look back through it's been so long i can't believe i don't remember but i didn't use them for that long so yeah. that's part of why it was like a few months and it was like oh cool you guys are horrible um, but I'll find it and, like, try to put it in the show notes. But basically, like, they did, you know, hosting domain, website, everything that you could, like, drop and drag right. and, like, do for a photographer. And there were so many complaints. Like, that's why I don't think they, they – I haven't yeah. heard about them I'm in sure years. They, they don't exist. Yeah, too, um, absolutely. <laughs> so my favorite way to have passive income and one that I'm getting ready to really get into in a major way and I'm super excited about working on it now behind the scenes is digital downloads and just, like, products that are digital like any yeah. sort of digital product Anything. and i think i think that this is where you can kind of you set your own price which is the difference between right. that and all the other types of passive income is you're setting your own price you're deciding how many units you want to sell as a goal or okay if you kind of predict like oh i think i'm going to sell x amount and so this is where i'm pricing it so you get to do all that same way that you would if you had like a you know physical product right. but it's all digital so once you've you do the work up front for sure so yeah. it's not completely passive but it's like you're doing the work up front and then after you finish that then you can you know, reap the benefits. You can just sit there forever. Yeah. For you never you know. That's the thing. It's still a risk. It's still a gamble. So it's like you could do it and, you know, it might not do well, but then you could do it and you can make money in your sleep. You you don't know which way it's yeah. going to go. It's not until you wake up. <laughs> you check your email. Do you know if things happen? I think it's one of those things that, again, it's, it's beneficial if you're – if. I don't really want to say like that you have high numbers, but that you have engagement, that you have yeah. people that are checking for like what you're doing and are interested and, and, and so doing. you want to be giving them something that's, you know, that you want to be giving them information ahead of time. Right. You want to be helpful and, and be showing them things and, you know, kind of giving some free things for them to want to even buy your, exactly. you know, workbook or your ebook yeah, or whatever you can't it is. Tell me, and I feel like I'm going to use our podcast to do this because I've already done it on my blog. You cannot sell me anything if you just started. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, Absolutely. I'm so sorry. But if you just started three months ago, why? I like, I'm not, like, you can sell and, and throw out a stone and somebody might, you may hit someone and they'll pay for it, but. You cannot sell to me. I've been in business for way too long. Yeah. I don't understand why people 
don't like to put in the work first. Well, and that's the thing is, like, with, with the internet, I think anyone can, like, make themselves look a certain way. But I think what people forget is that like, we can still see yeah, that I you just, just go got here. And I see that you've only been here for three months. Yeah, and <laughs> so you kind of have to show people, like, what is the value of the information that you have? Because when you're buying that workbook or ebook or whatever it is, courses, um, membership into a Facebook group or right. whatever it is that you're selling – we're looking at it blindly. Yeah. We don't have any reference for why it's fantastic. So unless your uh, testimonial se- um, section is even, super kick-ass, but even if you like, that's to me, that's the only way that you could think of getting around it possibly. Yeah, like it's so crazy. Um, because I, I just say that because I get so many in Facebook groups, so many people get so frustrated about things not selling. And it's like because you have no experience, like negative experience, and nobody knows who you are, and you have not put in the work. Yeah. It's okay to put in a year and then sell and yeah and, and it's that's the thing is like if at the end of the day you're not going to sell unless you have good content you might sell yeah. once like if you have a really great brand and whatever and a lot of people know you and then you put out something and it's horrible after yeah. the first time nobody's going to come back for the second product that you put out but if you have good content People then all you need to, to do is spend you know however long spend a certain amount of time teasing kind of the good content like give us you know blog posts information whatever that shows like wow this person's really valuable they have a lot of information like i they could really teach me a thing or two and when you're seeing that then you're going to be like oh my god i can't wait for their workbook to come out i can't wait for their e-course it's important because this market is so saturated like absolutely (laughs) like absolutely so So it's important to distinguish yourself in that way of having really good content it's like being a model you don't just book like Vogue. You go do like really crappy tiny photos. Yes. And then you book You might Vogue. be in that JCPenney like catalog or. Yeah. Show, and that's fine. Like you will get there eventually. It's okay to put in time and put in the work because once you do, you can sell these products and you can make a crap ton of money. Like, well, and that's the thing is like so if, if I'm looking to invest in that sort of thing ever. There's definitely people that I already know to that are go-to people that I would buy from. And the reason why is because they're continually putting out content that is beneficial to me. So I'm constantly learning new things from them. They're constantly putting out like content that's relatable that I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Or, oh, I didn't know that. That's going to be helpful. I've implemented things into my business because of free content that they provided. So because of that, then when they are like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, an e-course next week or I'm putting out a masterclass and I'm like, okay, let me know. Sign me up. I'm going to be there and I can't wait to be there because obviously I know that what you're going to say is going to be fantastic. Yeah. So I think that that's a big thing when it just comes to those digital downloads is making sure that you're sharing your brand, you're sharing your information ahead of time and kind of letting people know why they're going to want to buy it. Especially like you said, it is a very oversaturated market. (laughs) Like it's it's honestly getting hard to find someone that's not selling a product. And I think, (laughs) I think that also like there's like this whole, Oh, I'm going to make, you know, I'll show you how to make a million figures and, you know, you can do it like overnight and here's what I did. I think that what we're going to kind of see is like almost like like when the economy, like housing bubble situation. I think it's just going to be like all of a sudden like a lot of people are going to stop because there's people like yeah. just because you see someone that has a digital product doesn't mean they're making money. Oh and I think that those people are finally going to just kind of say, you know what, I'm going to stop trying to do this because – it's just pointless. Like everyone's doing it. And I think that the people are going to stop buying into 
just anyone who comes up and they're really going to be looking for yeah. people that have valuable Creating information. six figures is not like making overnight oatmeal. <laughs> like, yeah. So if somebody it's crazy like, how many blog posts are just like, oh, yeah, God. here you go. And I think, um, uh, who was it? Regina of by Regina did a fantastic post. I read that. that. Like the, basically the, fi- she talks about the financial, financial part, which I think people don't understand is that you may like you don't net, like the net and the whatever the case may be those words that we learned about last week that I already forgot Either right way, <laughs> when you take home your money it's not six figures nine times out of ten if yeah. you make like a hundred one you know thousand dollars and then you pay like ninety thousand dollars and you take home ten like it just do the math do your research but if you're willing to do this don't promise people things you've never done before yeah like just be honest and be real let's say you want it to be something that you are an expert in absolutely telling people how to run their businesses and they never own a successful business business. yes there's a lot of that happening for sure yeah (laughs) you're like i'm just gonna not even say it no. no but it's it's so important to do the research take the time don't rush the product like Make sure that the product is done well. If you were writing a book that was going to be put on a shelf in Barnes and Noble or your local bookstore, you wouldn't just be like, "Oh, let me just throw this together." Like, it's this should be done with the same care. Like, when you're buying something, you want to buy a product. Like, you want it to do what it says it's going to do. You want right. what you were promised. So, kind of treat people that same way. That it's like, listen, you've put the time and the effort into it. This is valuable information. This is something that they can benefit from. And not only are you helping someone, which should be the reasoning as to why you're doing it in the first place. But you can make money and have them come back for your second product launch because they're going to be interested in what you're doing. So if you guys have any other ideas on creating passive income, I would love to hear them because I do enjoy money. (laughs) And we all enjoy the sound. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Etsy app makes that sound when you get a sale. It's hilarious. Yes, that's very (laughs) enjoyable. Um, And if you guys know anything about other types of passive income outside of business, like stocks and rental properties and all that, who knows, we might put together a little blog post on that. Um, yeah. From an expert, not from us. <laughs> not <laughs> from like, us. Property. Some people don't even have houses. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know about it because I kind of want to buy a rental property before I before we buy like house yeah. to live in. So I'm like, if you have any of that information, sure, share it with us. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can use the hashtag Boss So Hard. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Heart and Hustle Podcast and Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod. And I'm going to interview Angelica in a minute from now (laughs) on Snapchat at Charisma O'Keefe. I have bad words. (laughs) And I wrote down like some really fun questions. I'm super excited about it. We're going to start doing them like probably every other podcast because I just love it so much. It's her favorite thing. I'll let you like we'll we we can like you can interview me next time and then we'll take questions from uh, from other people. Awesome. Yeah. So send in those questions. Use that hashtag boss so hard and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye guys.